Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a place where sharing God's word with the next generation in your circle of influence can be simple, easy, and fun. We know that intentionally teaching children about God and the relevancy of his word will be a game changer in their homes, schools, and communities. This podcast is a ministry of Bible to School, experts in engaging children with the word of God. Together, we will make sure that you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Welcome back to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a ministry of Bible to School. I'm your host, Meredith Steidler, and this is episode 106. Well, it's a wonderful life, but it doesn't come without its challenges. And we want to help the kids in our lives start each day off well, specifically with the right words. So today, Corey and Lee give us three things to say to our kids before they head out the door. And what a perfect time to discuss this as the beginning of the school year is here. Today's combo is short, sweet, and to the point, which gives you an extra minute to click over to our website, bible2school.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com. And learn more about Bible to School, where children hear about Jesus during their school day. Find out how it's legal, where it's happening, and how you can get involved in making a kingdom impact on your patch of ground. Ready to hear the three things you should say to your kids each day before they head out the door? Let's join Corey and Lee's conversation now. Well, hey, Corey, how you doing today? Great, Lee. How was your summer? It was such a good summer. I can hardly believe that it's almost back to school time. I know. Some people already are in school, but we have lots of stuff to talk about today. We sure do. I mean, school supplies are out in the aisles. Many of us have already labeled them and sent our kids back to school. But, you know, Corey, I was really thinking about things that it's important for our kids to know and hear us say before we go to school. And I know we've had a conversation about that, but I wonder why is it important that we are coaching our kids before they leave our front door? Because they're going out the door into the world that is sometimes not so good. They're going to exciting things. They're going to have things that are going to happen that they're not going to know what to do. And we just want to center them. We want to center them on the basics, the right things. And so we have three things today that you should say to your kids each day before they go out the door. I practice this myself. I have kids that are in their 20s now. So I'm excited to to talk about this today. I am too, because words really do matter. I mean, the things that we say to our kids are vital for their health. I can recall a few unkind words that people have spoken over me, but really like things that my parents said that were really particularly meaningful, they resonate for a lifetime. Yeah. And you want to start their day off well. I mean, it's definitely a important words matter. Words really matter. I mean, in Proverbs, they talk about Proverbs 16, 23 to 24 says, kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. I, I, I love, love that. that. Such good imagery. Yeah. Yeah. And, and kids remember, like you could say one good thing, but, and then 10 bad things. And they'll remember most of the bad things, but man, if you get that good thing in there, that kind of overshadows that. You just want to cover that and just put that in their hearts and their minds as they walk out the door. The first thing. Oh, man, I know that. I mean, my daughter said something that was kind to me the other day. She said she was proud of me, Corey. And I mean, just coming in reverse 
towards us. We get a lot of negative as parents too. One kind word matters to me. And I think it's really important. I mean, scripture is very clear about building up one another. Yeah. And that starts with in your family. Your family is your first ministry. Slow down and let's talk about how important it is to set the pace, set the tone for them as they go out the door. I love that. Well, First Thessalonians 5.11 says, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. I am sure that our friends that are listening are building up their kids as much as they can. But Corey, let's talk about three things that we just need to say to our kids before they go out the door to school. Yeah, I, I am notorious for rushing around in the morning for just, you know, move here, move there, go here, go there. And one of the things that I've always thought, this first thing that I'm, I'm going to talk about today is say, I love you. And you think that's crazy, you know, but I, I'm going to tell you to say, I love you in a different way. I'm going to say to tell you, tell them I love you and the way God made you so kind or so pretty or so smart. Pick one thing that you love about your child. And, you know, that's five days a week. They're going out to school. That's five different adjectives. And I'm sure you can think of five encouraging things that you can say to them, adjectives about them, how God made them. That one specific thing will stick in their brain. I know one of the things I do with my boys is I'm like, I love you and I love the way God made you so handsome. And, you know, our self-image, I know you think of girls are always worried about self-image, what they look like in the mirror. Boys are too, in a different way. And so just affirming that God made them beautifully and they're wonderfully made. And, and you can say things like, um, I love you and the way God made you so smart. My oldest is the brainiac of the family. And I, you know, at some point when in his career, he was, he was in the running for valedictorian. And he just, you know, really was very good at things. He's an electrical engineer now, obviously mom, very proud of him. But one of the things that as he was long, especially in his teenage years, is he was kind of getting his identity in that. Like, like, hey, I'm smart. That's who I am. And my, my, when you say this to a child, I love you and I love the way God made you so smart. God made him that way. God gave him that gifting. And you're, reminding them that they're special, but it all comes from God. So you're uplifting them and focusing on God at the same time. So I I love how that works. I do too. And when you call things out in them, probably not the handsomeness or even the smartness, but the character traits that they're embodying. I mean, it makes you want to do that all the more, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. My my middle son, there was a, a little boy in his class that was deaf and he volunteered to figure out how to be his buddy. And, and he was just so kind and, and just how they interacted. And he would, you know, he didn't know sign language, but he could communicate with him as boys do. And I just told him, I, you know, I love the way I love you. And I love the way God made you so kind in your heart to do that. And just specific things are just wonderful. Cause Again, they're they're going out the wor- into the world. They're facing new relationships, difficult schoolwork. They might that kind of might make them feel inadequate, unknown situations. They're they're going out and they're like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what the teacher's going to say, what the class is going to do, if somebody's going to look at me funny. Even conflict or or any type of negativity. They also don't know what of things are going to happen either. So you just you're just preparing them. It's just a simple act that tells them they're loved by you. And they're loved by God. 
that's the first thing you should say to them. I love you. And I love the way God made you so wonderful. I love that. So the first thing really is this statement of lovedness by both you and God. What's the second thing? Sure. I am one that I think it's really important to give them one thing that you want to learn about them. I mean, you say, hey, what are you doing today? And they're like, I don't know, nothing or, you know, it's hard. But you say, hey, what's one thing you're concerned about or excited about today? And let them talk and they, they might think a little bit, give them a little bit of space, even though we're rushing around getting breakfast in the morning and all that. But it's a great conversation to find out what's what are they thinking about in the morning? What, what are they worried about? What are they concerned about? What are they excited about? I mean, it could be a birthday party they're excited about. It could be a tough friend conversation. It could be a speech in the front of the class. I, I know what that's like. It could be a sports tryout. I know that, you know, that that's that's what they're thinking about that day. Whatever is on their plate today, just listen. So the first thing you did was remind them that God made them. They're special and that you're, they're loved by you and God. The second thing you're doing is you're listening and not necessarily commenting necessarily on it or, or, or saying something about it. You're offering empathy. You're saying, I can see why you're concerned about that. Or, oh man, I can see why you're excited about that. So you're just affirming them. And honestly, I work with children all the time at Bible to School, thousands of them. And most of them just want to be listened to. They want to know that they're worth being listened to. And that you're giving an example of of what Jesus said. He stopped and he listened to people. And that's how valuable they are. They're worth listening to. I think that's so good. It's saying, if it matters to you, it matters to me. And I think it's just good. We don't always have to put it into perspective for them either. This is just a listening time, right? Right. Resist the temptation to be like, well, this is what I think about that. Because I, 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 my boys can tell you, they're like, oh, mom has an opinion on everything, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I kind of do. But this is a time to just listen and affirm and just offer empathy or let them know, oh, you know, they affirm that that I can understand why that you're concerned or I can under that. That's so cool that you're excited about that. You're going to celebrate your friend's birthday today with cupcakes. That's just cool to, to celebrate with them. And, and you're connecting with them and you're learning something about them. And I am a, a lifelong learner of my husband and my children and now their spouses because I love them so much and I want to learn about them and how God made them and what's important to them. And that's what's really simply what you're doing there. It just tells them that they're worth listening to. They're valuable to you. That's the good stuff. Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to School kids. How do you pray? Today's question came from one of our Bible to School children sitting in a program with his friends. Prayer was the topic for the day. And because prayer was a totally new concept with this little boy, he turned to his friend, who he knew attended church, and simply asked, how do you pray? His friend kindly said, repeat after me, our Father who art in heaven. And he led this little boy in prayer by example. What a beautiful picture painted of a child discipling another child. When our children have Christian friends in their lives, they can confidently encourage and equip each other on their faith journey. Well, I think I already can guess what the third one's going to be because, well, we know each other. But I wonder for our friends that are listening, Corey, what's the third thing that you should say before your kids walk out the door? The third thing you should say is let's pray over your day. I can honestly tell you that is really hard to stop and pray. And this doesn't have to be 
a long prayer. It doesn't have to be anything. And this is what I, I did with my boys. And I would just encourage somebody to do out there to do this with your kids or your grandkids or your aunts and uh, your, your nieces and nephews. Before you leave them, pray with them. It is powerful to pray with people and it's powerful to pray with children and to pray over children. And what I would do, Lee, is I would grab their face, their little face, or even even as teenagers, I did this as teenagers, and they, I just said, oh, Mom, you're just going to do this. <laughs> and so I would face them, and I would go cheek to cheek with them. My 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 mouth was in their kind of in their ear, and I would say, Lord, thank you so much for the day. I would say, you know, thank you for my son Benjamin and just how you created him. He's so funny and he, he can connect with people. And man, he's concerned about his soccer tryouts today. And Lord, I just pray over soccer tryouts and I pray that your will would be in there and you would give him strength and give him confidence and that he would do well if it would be your will. And then I would say, and bless the rest of his day. Amen. And I mean, that took what, 15 seconds to do? 10, 15 seconds. And I'm already hugging him or kissing him when he goes out the door. That's another thing that I made my kids do. They had to kiss their mom when they went out the door. But it's just a natural thing to do. And what that does, Lee, is we surrender to God. It it gives them a habit of surrendering to God. They're hearing that God's in charge of their day. God's in charge of both the ups and the downs. And to ask him to help in specific concerns they mentioned teaches them to pray themselves, but also teaches them that, you know, to wherever two or more they're gathered in his name, he's there. There's a different whole setting that happens. Uh, it just changes the whole countenance of everybody. Like it's kind of a relief. Okay, God's got this day and we're good. It's a surrender. You know, every detail of our life, God is in the details and every detail of our life to give to God daily. He wants to hear it. God wants to hear what we think and what we say, you know, what's important to us. He wants to hear us tell him out loud. So yeah, it, it, it's a really wonderful thing to do. I think it's great. When my kids were in elementary school, especially before my oldest started driving them to school, you know, that shift that happens in your home. I would put my car into reverse every day and I would start praying over their day as we were driving to school. Everybody had gotten in the car. And so every time we hit reverse, I was praying for the kids and for their teachers, for their friends, that they would be lights in the classroom. And it was just a hard stop every day, just like you're saying goodbye as you walk out the door, hugs and kisses. Mm -hmm. It was a hard stop. And so when I put my car in reverse... My kids did not know if it was a school day or not, especially when they were little. So they would say, aren't we going to pray? And that was just (laughs) such a fun thing for them to say, oh, this is what is important to us. Mom is going to pray for us. And they assumed they could be lights in their classroom. I just think prayer is such a great way to bookend everything. Yeah. And I, I have two things to share about that. One, I have a friend who lost a dear son of hers in a car crash. And the last thing, she, and I remember this, the last thing she ever did with him was pray with him as he went out the door of her car door that morning. And I think, oh, wow, if the worst ever happened, and, and that is the worst, is that I know that, that that's the last thing I did with my child. That is just a beautiful, beautiful thing. And, and God's got everything on that. The other thing I want to say on a, on a more positive note is I have to tell you a story about my, my daughter-in-law. She shared with me something really cool. I had no idea. So they're they're newlyweds and you know they're developing their 
their rhythm and what they how they do stuff. And she told me that I, I told I told her that you know, when they were little that, that I did this. I did cheek to cheek and I prayed with them for a couple of minutes, whether they liked it or not. They did it, and it, it helped them during the day. And she said that explains it. That explains what what's happening. And I said, what do you mean? And she said. Well, I could be anywhere in the house. I'd be brushing my teeth. And he just, my, my husband and my son just stands there and waits for me until I'm done brushing my teeth so she, he can pray with me before we leave the house. And I thought that was yes, so cool. so good. Yeah, she said, that's where he gets that from. I was like, yeah, yes. So just encouragement out there to all the young moms and the moms of teenagers, the parents of teenagers that they they listen, they're watching, they get, they eventually, if they don't get it right away, they get the healthy habit uh, of praying together and, and sharing and surrendering to God together. Oh, that's so good. I love all three of these. I love you and the way God made you. So whatever it is. And what's one thing you're excited or concerned about today? And the third one, let's pray over your day. Corey, these are so important, so fun. And really, I don't know that I would have thought about all three of them at once, but you're right. It's the perfect start of a day. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful conversation with you and your child and then with God together. And all these things, Leah, I want to point out this and the overarching part of this is that we're giving them God-focused confidence. We're not giving them self-confidence. And the world wants to give them self. You can do this, you know, go out the door and go get them. That's really not what you want to say to them. You want to say, we're surrendering this to God. God's got this. He's got your day. You don't. That's a big responsibility for me to have my own day because I, I honestly don't. And, and I'm flawed and we're flawed people. And, but God's the perfect God and he makes everything for all of our good. So whatever's happening in your day, the ups or the downs, it's all for your good because your good, good father loves you. That's what you want your kids to know. It's God-focused confidence, not self-confidence. Oh, Corey, is so good. And as our friends start not only the school year, but each day, we pray that they are having these important conversations with their kids, remembering to say these things in love. Corey, I'm wondering if you could wrap us up in prayer today, since it is the way to start every good day. Well, I will. Um, and Lee, I love you and the way God made you so fun to be with. And what is one thing you're concerned about today? Because I'm going to pray over you today. Well, Corey, I have a lot of back to school activities and I'm feeling a little energy depleted right now. So I really want to be present in all these back to school meetings. Well, let's pray over your day and I'm going to pray over everybody's day. Father God, Lord, thank you for the way you have made the friends in our lives, the children in our lives, the spouses in our lives. Lord, thank you for all the things that you have uh, given us as to work together as the body of Christ or to even people who are not in the body of Christ, Lord, how they affect our lives and how important they are to us. And, and we care about things that they're concerned about. And I especially care about what's going on with Lee and, he's, and all these back-to-school meetings that she's dealing with. And I know there's people out there have lots of meetings that they're dealing with and not knowing how to how to handle it or, or what to do. And so, Lord, I, I pray for energy for those meetings. I pray for good relationships, especially with a school year starting brand new. 
And Lord, I just thank you for being able to surrender it all to you, that we don't have to do it. We're not self-confident. We, we are God-confident in, in our lives. And Lord, uh, we want to start our day that way because you are faithful and we love you. Thank you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Corey. Thank you. I agree with Corey's words. Our family is our first ministry. So let's slow down and be intentional about encouraging them before they head out the door. I bet you already do this in your own way, and we'd love to hear your stories. Would you connect with Bible to School on our socials? You can comment on our podcast posts each week on Facebook and Instagram. Also, don't forget to check out our website for the show notes from today, and be sure to share this episode with a friend. Are you ready to join Bible to School in our mission to help reach public schools with the message of Jesus? Our refreshed website makes this so easy to do. From our home screen, just click on find a program or start a program. Or you can even scroll down to schedule a chat to speak with someone from our team. Finally, be sure to step back here next week to hear from a Bible to School graduate who has been changing lives for Christ since he was in second grade. Until then, friends, know that you're loved and you have great value because you are made in the image of God. And you can tell the children about Jesus's love for them too. See you next time.